Quebec Air Flight 2100 departed at 0721, and it was confirmed that the last communication from the plane was received in the very same minute. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. They didn't get very far at all before the crash. This Day in Weather History. Flying in winter is harrowing. If it's not the snow, it's the wind, or the freezing cold, or all together as ice. But flying in countries where winters are particularly harsh, it can be really problematic. There were 98 people on board that flight. Of them, 93 were passengers along with five crew. The airport said the plane lost height at 0722 within one minute of the attempted takeoff before crashing through a concrete barrier and then into a two-story building? Okay, first of all, what in the world is a two-story building doing this close to an airport, let alone the runway? There wasn't a lot of height by this point, so there was not enough momentum for any explosion, it was assumed. And I guess that could be seen as a positive in this grim tale because there was actually no fire upon impact. This sequence of events also minimized greatly the casualties, thankfully. In all, 13 people died in the crash, 66 were injured. It was determined that most of the passengers who died or suffered serious injuries were in the front part of the plane. Also in the front part of the plane is the cockpit, and the captain was also confirmed as one of those who died. Of the 66 survivors, a Kazakh businessman said that the plane started to vibrate violently. When this happened, everyone on board started to scream, and within what seemed only a moment, the airport smashed into the ground. He noted that ahead of him, he saw the plane crumple like an empty aluminum can. That was the area where they sustained most of the casualties, including the pilot. Luckily, he, along with anyone else able, managed to get out as fast as possible to then start immediately helping fellow passengers to safety. He said, and I quote, It was ugly. It was dark. We were lighting with cell phone lights. Others reported to news agencies later that before the plane started losing altitude, there was a, and I quote, terrifying sound. The plane was flying at a tilt. Everything was like a movie, screaming, shouting, people crying, end quote. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. So just what happened? Well, there was a press conference held at the location where Beck Air Flight 2100 was destined to arrive. It happened the next year, on January 10th, 2020. At this time, Kazakhstan's Deputy Prime Minister, Roman Sklyer, announced that a special government commission had ruled out technical malfunction, human error, or the influence of other aircraft in the crash. The Ministry of Industry and Infrastructure Development had actually said earlier that the plane was unable to achieve significant altitude, we noted that earlier, and crashed into a two-story building near the airport. Again, that much we observed. But what did the commission determine as to the cause of the accident? And did anyone at all question the fact that there was a concrete building that close to the airstrip? It was concluded that an accumulation of ice buildup on the plane's wings was most likely what caused this tragedy. 
Squire mentioned that at the time of takeoff, it had been observed that the plane's tail was scraping the runway during takeoff, leaving marks. He said, and I quote, the plane was stationed at the airport in frigid weather for two days and ice built up on it, which most likely caused the accident. And at this same briefing, there was a somber and all too common postscript to stories like this. Sklyer said that investigations had also been initiated into what he called, quote, illegal permits, end quote, that had been somehow issued by local authorities in the Talgar district to developers in order that they could build houses near the airport. And there it is. But regardless of underhanded negligence, ice accretion is real, and it is really dangerous. And most airports won't even let planes taxi until they have been completely de-iced. This one wasn't so fortunate, and it crashed. This day in weather history. Tomorrow is December 28th, and while we run out the tape on this year, how about I hit you up with this earworm? <laughs> Brian Adams' hit song, Summer of 69. Are you hearing it? <laughs> Cool, so now hum it with these words in mind. Was the Nor'easter of 69. Oh yeah, was the Nor'easter of 69. Imagine this melee of madness all wrapped up in one multi-tool threat of a storm. Record snow accumulations, a damaging ice storm, and flooding rains. Ooh, and a tornado outbreak. Yikes! That's tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.